America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And I had one of those days today where my confidence was kind of being tested, I felt. You know what I mean? Those days where, you know, and they happen to all of us. You ever look at somebody and you're like, oh, this person has it together all the time. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong about that person. Anytime you think that about somebody, you're wrong. I guarantee it. Because there's this Joe Budden quote that a friend of mine pointed out to me kind of recently. He said, people are usually in three phases. They're about to go through something. They're going through something. Or they just got through something. And that looks different for different people, you know? So today I was feeling one of those... uh, one of those kind of ways. And I was listening to a friend of mine's podcast that I really like. Shout out to my friend Rocky, Rocky Powell. She has this podcast called Wild Nights with Rocky, where she brings a guest on and they tell a story of a wild night. They're given a word and they extrapolate. Hopefully I'm using that word correctly, right? I'm not even going to sit here and pretend I'm smart anymore. I'm just as smart as you are, if not dumber. So... I was just showing she had this guest on, and this dude was just like this really fucking big ball of energy. And I was like, yo, this dude is just like, he's one of those guys that I would like know in the time when I was like living that kind of party lifestyle that I would be like, yo, I got to be ready for this motherfucker to show up. Or, you know, those people that you hang out and party with or that you've partied with. I'm going to explain something for those non Anybody who was antisocial and kind of like chose to do other things besides spend all your time out and about painting the town red. Um, what goes on is you're kind of almost in like a last man standing situation most of the time where or woman. Right. I'm not I'm, I'm just this is just a, speaking in general um, where you're just out. And people are trying to do different things, right? There's guys that are and girls that are out there looking for somebody to go home with. People are trying to get laid. People are trying to just spend the night with their friends. You know when you would go out to like a club and you would be like a dude and you go try to ask a girl to dance? She's like, no, I just want to dance with my friends. Some That girl just really went out to dance with her friends. That was a thing. And these motherfuckers would get mad and shit too. Like, Oh, what the fuck? Why is she coming here and she's looking all nice and she don't want to dance with me? It's like, fuck you. You probably can't even dance anyway, you two left foot having motherfucker. You know? Take your Stacey Adams shoes and, and get the fuck out of here. You know? Go to the bar down the street. Nobody wants to dance with you. And you stink. Your cologne stinks. Did you fill the bathtub up with it and splash around in it? I'm not a huge cologne wearer. Um... But yeah, like there's people that are doing that. There's people that just honestly just want to sit at the bar and just get as drunk as they can and then go home and like, I got to work tomorrow. I want to get as drunk as I can to uh, wash off the day that I just had and prepare myself for the next day. And just that camaraderie and that like, you want to go where everybody knows your name. Making your way in the world today sure takes a lot. People tune in for this kind of shit. Getting away from all your worries Sure would help a lot Ding, ding, ding Wouldn't you like to get away Cheers had it figured out, didn't they? If you never saw Cheers, you're not from this generation It is available on streaming platforms You can go watch it and catch up on a show that um, 
you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch, you know, especially if you uh, are a person who is a bar fly, likes to hang out at a bar and you, all your friends are there, you walk in, they give you that point like, hey, uh, just your usual. For me, my usual was typically a uh, a Brooklyn Lager and a, and a J-Mo, you know, a little shot of J-Mo there. Always, right? It's an accompaniment, you know what I mean? I, I know motherfuckers that would uh, be drinking the a whiskey on the rocks and then take shots of whiskey at the same time. I think that's kind of stupid, but I did it too. So <laughs> what the who, you know, who am I to judge? But, uh, I'm not. So, so this is the thing, right? So I was listening to my friend's podcast and I was listening to this energetic young man tell this crazy story. And I started thinking, damn, I don't really have any stories that I think are crazy. I have things that I've done that I'm embarrassed of. I got a whole fucking list of those. I got things that I probably have suppressed that I don't even remember. And eventually, at some point, I'm probably going to have to talk to a therapist about because I think those things end up, um, I'm being dead serious. I think those things end up spilling into other areas of your life. You know what I mean? We don't necessarily realize when we're having so much fun because it is the most fun time, right? You know, you're at the amusement park and you're getting on all the rides and it's fun. It's fun. Um, you have so much fun, but you don't realize later on you end up paying for some of the things you do, right? Some of the things have lasting after effects. Like when you watch those drug commercials and they're like, Side effects may include, and they start talking about these fucked up side effects. But the commercial is dope. The commercial is almost like a distraction. It's like, no, 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 just look at my right hand. And meanwhile, the left hand is like fucking somebody's uh, doing that game where your hand is flat on the table and they're like, uh, just they're holding a knife and they're going between all your fingers with the knife but instead of actually being good at that game and missing it it's a guy with a blindfold on and he's stabbing you in the hand every time but don't look at that hand just look at this hand over here and side effects may include my one of the, my favorite side effects of a drug commercial is usually uh if you're allergic to if you're allergic to to dimetrax don't take dimetrax like well how do you find out right and then there's the ingredients in it so i guess if you're one of those people, if you're really into the pharmaceuticals, I never got into the pharmaceutical game. You know what I mean? I don't really know my drugs. When you go to the doctor, are you allergic to any medication? And I'm like, not that I'm aware of, you know, and I'm answering this question, these questions as honestly as I can. I mean, you'd be sitting in the room and shit and the doctor would be like, are you sexually active? And then you would step out into the hallway to see how far away your parents were to answer that question. Now, I remember, uh, it was always a shameful thing. It's really weird how, because uh, I see, because I was a Catholic school kid, right? So you kind of get raised to have this guilt almost. So you carry around guilt all the time, guilt for having sexual thoughts and desires, right? So everything is like low key and secret and kind of like you kind of are almost programmed to be ashamed to have fun. And, and I'm not trying to shit on the Catholic Church or whatever, but because I don't know them, but um, fuck it, right? But yeah, you, you know, so I had this guilt, right? So it's like, yeah, what if I am fucking doc, you know? But no, I, and then you don't want your parents to find out, you know? But we know people are fucking. And we people should talk about fucking and they weren't actually fucking. You know what I mean? Like, this is a true story. I remember when I was, when I was, uh, well, when was I? I was a junior in high school. And I was sitting at the table with all my boys. And we used to talk about two things, hip hop and bitches and and that's what we would talk about at the table right 
And uh, we were high school kids, you know what I mean? It's like we were boys. We were very curious about the girls. We referred to them as bitches because that's just, those are the, our predecessors just talked like that. And we were just these kids in the Bronx, like, you know what I mean? And I grew up and realized that they were women and we shouldn't be talking about them like that (laughs) unless they want us to, right? I hate calling the women bitches, but the bitches love it. One One of my favorite Drake lines. But, um, no. Uh, we would talk about these things, and one time I said to my boys, I looked my friend dead in his face with the utmost sincerity, and I said, you know, Vaseline feels like the real thing, brother. You know, if you stick a sock in the microwave and you dump a bunch of petroleum jelly in it, and then you mix it around and put a spoonful of mayonnaise in there, it feels like you're really getting it, if you know what I mean. No, I, I mean, I really did say that Vaseline felt like the real thing. And I was a virgin, and I was arguing with this motherfucker like, no, I'm telling you right now, because he had the audacity to also be a virgin and be looking at me like I said the craziest fucking thing he ever heard of. And you know what? I'm not going to fucking lie to you. I got older and realized I was right. Vaseline does feel (laughs) like the real thing. Fuck, maybe I am still a virgin, right? No, but um, it's just so funny to think about the things. But I heard this young man, energetic, talking about his story, and I thought, man, maybe I am super lame, you know? Maybe I'm just so fucking... I was just a lame dude who thought he was cool for a long time. You know, it's hard to think, to have these thoughts about yourself when your idea of yourself can be so easily self-inflated. Because if you post a photo of yourself on social media and it gets over 100 likes on a, on a small scale when you don't have a huge following and you're not famous, right? It gets over and you start feeling like, huh, hmm. You don't even realize just like so, self, uh, subconsciously these like serotonin levels are heightened and all this shit like you feel happier with yourself you post a picture you think you look good in because right like now you got like there's this uh this factor of like well here we go we're gonna bring it before the jury the jury is out baby you post a photo of yourself you think you look sexy nobody likes it you think you look handsome nobody likes it we all got body dysmorphia right we all got all these things we got depression you got fomo you see people doing stuff and you're not there and you feel like, ah, oh, fuck, these motherfuckers didn't invite me. Well, what did I do last time? That they're not inviting me, you know, but I was always on the scene. I was always partying. I was always the last man standing. I'm there for last call every night, ringing the fucking cowbell at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that was me. But I'm like, I'm hearing these stories. and I'm like, no, this dude has an adventure. What was my adventure? I spent most of my fucking 20s trying to get laid all the time. So I'm out at the bar, I'm doing shows and performing, I'm like, oh, there goes a girl there, I'm going to start chatting a girl up, and I would probably missed out on a lot of shit, or maybe I'm just antisocial, right? You ever think of that? And then in an alternate universe, I actually probably am just a reclusive dude with a patchy beard, because let's be honest, beard ain't happening for me. My dad's got this mustache that looks like someone drew it on with a pencil, and I don't really have the heart to bust his balls about it. But, you know, he's in such a comfortable place with himself that I feel like I can. I just won't. He's been rocking this mustache for the longest time, you know? He doesn't want to grow it out either. He trims it on purpose. He's got this John Waters mustache. If you don't know who John Waters is, look John Waters up. Got a little pencil-thin mustache. And that's a choice. You know, people make choices all the fucking time. You know, I saw a girl today, tattoos on her face, and I thought... You know what? Fuck it. That's the life life you decided to live. We all make different choices all the time. 
the weird part about it to me is the amount of people that express such strong feelings about choices that other people made. I just, it's just a concept that is hard for me to grasp because, uh, with all due respect, I don't give a shit what anybody does. I'm too busy worrying about trying to do my own shit. And I'm lame anyway, so who cares? And this this is not one of those... I feel like this shit could sound corny, right? Like being like, oh, I'm lame now. Why am I lame? Why do I think I'm lame? Because I keep saying it right now. Like, well, why do you keep saying he's lame? Maybe, right? This is me being presumptuous. Uh, the reason I keep saying I'm lame is because I feel like... I had a bad day. This is the real... I had a bad day. I had a whack mental health day. And um, I realized that maybe sometimes... Like, it was one of those, well, what's the fucking point of anything? And what do you do? You get into that mood of what's the point of anything. It's easy to get in that mood. I haven't been in that mood in a while. Um, But it's easy to get there. And I was there today. That's where I was. So start thinking of all these scenarios in which, you know, why do you do a podcast? Because some people listen to it. Yeah, some people do listen to it. Some people don't. You know, you get to a point where you start worrying, like, I can't really say that on the podcast because what if, like, my family hears it? And my family doesn't even... And then you start telling yourself hard truths. My family doesn't even listen to this fucking podcast. So, um... It doesn't matter what I say, right? I just told a story about how you can turn a sock into a fake pussy and jerk off with it and then go tell your friends at school about it so they could think that you know what sex is like, right? Isn't it funny how, but it's really funny how we think about sex before we even have it. Um, just the idea of, you know, people put you onto porn. I remember when I was in, uh, I was in fifth grade. This dude ruined my life. He said, if you turn to court... Back in the day, we had cable. You know, there was no streaming services. Netflix was actually a uh, th- uh, service that you sub- subscribe to that would send you a DVD. Like, you pick out whatever DVD you want, and they send it to your house, and you send it back, which kind of seems like a hassle to me. You know what I mean? You got to actually, like, go and put it in a mailbox. Like, What? It's funny because um, now everything is so digital. So people that are growing up, like there's people that were born in 2003. Doesn't that sound crazy to you? The people that were born more recently can't even fathom what some of the inconvenient things like having to actually put something in a mailbox and send it somewhere because it's not going to show up right away, you know? I personally prefer... uh, this is snail mail. Why do they call it that? Because it takes for fucking ever. Snail mail. I prefer regular mail over email, but I prefer no mail because no news is good news. Am I right? Um, because papers pile up. And I grew up in a household where papers piled up so fucking much that there were papers everywhere. So now I'm traumatized. You know what I mean? You ever get into a spot and, you, and it feels cluttered? I'm very claustrophobic. Super claustrophobic. So if I'm in a tight space... I mean, like, if I'm on an elevator with a bunch of people, it doesn't really bother me. But uh, some people freak out on elevators. They just won't get on it. You know, even if they live on the 41st floor, they just won't get on the elevator. They'll just walk up all those stairs, which is great for uh, your heart. Heart health is important. Metabolically healthy, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have a rough day. And... um, Nothing in particular happened, but it was raining. The, the mood was really perfect. 
for my rough day. But again, we, we make assumptions about people, right? We look at them and we think, yo, this person's always good. This person, you don't know what kind of uh, battles or struggles people are going through. You just don't know. You know, some people mask it with humor. Some people mask it with posting inspirational quotes on their social media platform of choice. You know what I mean? I'm a joke. I like to tell jokes, right? So for me, I'm just kind of like trying out stuff all the time and whether the time is appropriate or not. You know what I mean? I was training a client. They were laughing at what I was saying. Personal training them personally with my personal training knowledge of fitness. You know, and I start using words like proprioception and people are like, you know what I mean? It just sounds like, you know, something really, you know, I'm not special. So, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So I heard someone, I was like, damn, you just laugh at everything, right? This client, you just fucking, you just in a giggly mood. No, you know, I don't laugh at everybody's jokes. And I started, really started thinking like, yo, some people really, you ever just around somebody who like is is trying to be funny and they're not funny? You ever around that person? You know, I think we're doing those people a disservice by laughing at their jokes. Because the only way they're going to stop is if people stop laughing. And I know it sounds cruel. And I know in the moment, if you're face to face, one on one with somebody, they've cornered you. And they're trying to be funny. They're really fucking trying it. And you're just leaving a straight stone face. You know how much of a fucking savage you got to be to go to just to just not even crack a smirk when somebody's trying to be funny. But you know what you're doing? You're setting yourself up for later on. Setting boundaries. Because boundaries are not put in place to offend other people. They're put in place to protect you. Someone really smart said that to me the other day, you know, which leads me to this. Always be learning. The dumbest motherfucker in the world is the person who thinks that they know everything. And I firmly believe that from the bottom of my heart, I swear. Yeah, set boundaries for yourself because the people who get offended by boundaries are really going to show you who they are. They're going to realize that they can't you know, have their way with you, so to speak. It's funny how you say one thing one way and it and it seems different, right? When you start talking like this. Um, yeah, so but no, that's that's just one I just wanted to get it off my chest. Sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to you guys, I feel like just think of me like the pages in your diary. Remember Alicia Keys's first album, Songs in A Minor. Hey R. Kelly joke here. Right? There you go. Um, there was a whole documentary about it. Uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to me and being here with me through... I had a rough day today. This is the... I had a rough... Because you had a bad day. They made a song about having a bad day. That, cause that's how they know how powerful music is. There's a song for everything. There's a song about having a bad day. There's a song for every emotion you could feel. The song for having a bad day would later go on to be used as the song when people got eliminated off game shows. Um, yeah, that's probably mostly it. That's the only time you ever heard that song, unless you watch some shit like Grey's Anatomy or something, where you're just sitting there wasting your time watching a show that's been on for way too fucking long. No offense. And don't insult me and then say no offense. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fantastic day. Take care of yourselves and take care of your loved ones. And follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Corey Easley underscore C-O-R-E-Y-E-A. 
what fuck what's my last name e-a-s-c-o-r-e-y-e-a-s-l-e-y underscore that is my instagram i'm on spotify i'm on soundcloud i'm on iHeartRadio. i'm on all the other platforms where podcasts can be heard so thank you very much folks and i'm signing off and i'll see you guys soon later